Welcome to the Los Angeles City Section Baseball Podcast. Connor Morissette alongside Alex Scar. Alex, we're at Birmingham High School. Just saw the last game of the West Valley regular season. Birmingham defeats Granada Hills. Before that, Cleveland and Chatsworth both won today to clinch a share of the West Valley League, but Cleveland, I believe, has a tiebreaker, so they could be the number one overall seed. But the West Valley League's done. Baseball is just about done for the regular season. Playoff time is upon us. Yeah, man, a fantastic season. I know one of the first games that you and I took in, our first podcast was at Chatsworth. Pretty fitting that here we are taking another West Valley League game. Really a fantastic season all the way through. Ups and downs. We finally got, as the season came towards a close, we got a little bit of clarity, but it was almost a four-way tie for the for first place in the West Valley League. So things were absolutely crazy. I hope you enjoyed your first uh, baseball season out here in L.A. Absolutely. You mentioned four-way tie. The Marine League was a three-team tie at the top there. It's been a crazy, crazy season. So we're going to try to break it all down. We have a top ten, our end-of-the-year top ten. Then we have, uh, we're going to give you the 12 teams that we think will be in the open division. We collaborated a little bit during this Birmingham game. And then we'll go through some D1 thoughts and, and kind of wrap it up. So this is more of a playoff preview podcast than a season in review podcast, just because if you've been following this baseball season in the city this year, it would be going on for two hours with all the ups and the downs. So instead of looking back at it we're going to look ahead at 10 we've got Polly. you've taken them in a little bit we've seen they played at verdugo hills earlier this week they got the win so kind of a a big statement there for the their league they, they got to win and, and take care of business there tomorrow but looks like they're probably going to win league for now i think open division for them yeah seems... I, I, I think they're going to be one of those final open division teams so we got Polly at 10 then at nine we have san fernando after that sweep at kennedy last week it kind of took all of us by surprise a little bit oh boy san fernando well, they absolutely did what they had to do. They, they swept their week, so they finished winning that Valley Mission League. San Fernando's not going anywhere. Eight, we've got Roosevelt. They won their Eastern League for the third straight year. And Palisades at seven. Man, they went 12-0 in the Western League. They didn't lose a single game. And there's some decent teams in there. They swept Venice this week. I thought Venice was going to give them maybe a little bit of trouble. Turns out, not so much. So I'm wondering, I know Palisades League is quote-unquote you know weak a little bit, but do you, could they potentially sneak into a bye in the, in the city section for an open division because they've dominated their league? I know they've had some wins. They've also had some losses to, to some teams, so maybe uh, the committee will look at that and keep them out. But do they have a chance at a bye because they've done so well in league? Well, here's the thing. The CIF selection committee, they're going to sit down, I think, this Monday, and yep, they're going to talk everything out. So they, they have an idea. It's based mostly on the teams that you played, your record, but then also the schedule that you played. So Pally played some pretty tough teams. I think where they might sneak into a buy is because things got so crazy. So by default, they're going to have to look and say, okay, who are the guys that won league? What teams went out and won their league? Let's just lean on that as opposed to trying to shoot in the dark and pick teams that we think are better than others. Here's Palisades. They went 12-0 in the Western League, absolutely sweeping through. So do they have a chance at a buy? Absolutely. I think they probably miss out. As it stands now, it's going to be three of the four are going to go to the West Valley League, and then I think one maybe goes to the Marine League in Banning. But do they have a chance? Absolutely. I mean, our top 10, I think, is going to be pretty accurate, but I can see a lot of different things happening. Yeah, and a quick take on the Western League. They really don't have that number two team. For no. example, in the Valley Mission League, there's San Fernando, then there's and Kennedy. Kennedy. right? Venice or, or Hamilton, I don't think, falls into that Kennedy category. The West Valley League has a bunch of teams. The Marine League ended up finishing with three strong teams. So, you know, 12-0 in league, it's impressive, but... It's all about who you played. Yeah, I mean, strength of schedule, like I mentioned, is really going to play into how the CIF seeding committee picks this open division, but Palisades are doing a really good job winning baseball games. At the end of the day, you still got to win your games. 
Granada Hills at six. They just got swept by Birmingham, but Birmingham, they're clicking. Seems like they're playing some of the best baseball at the right time. So Birmingham and uh, Granada Hills are, are going to be, I think, tuned up as we head towards the playoffs. And then Banning at five. Is Banning going to be four in the open division? I would not be surprised. I know Max Preps and just their RPIs got Banning really, really high. Uh, we've talked a lot at length about Anthony Hoya and how good he is. So are they going to give consideration to pitchers? Who knows? But Banning right now, for our purposes, is five. And Banning has had a ton of rest. They haven't played for a couple weeks now because Washington Prep didn't field a team. That was who they were supposed to play for their final two league right. games. So that's uh, two forfeits for them. So they've never been hurts. off for a while. And, and you know, who knows? In, in high school, I'm sure the kids would have preferred to have been playing, but the rest is always helpful, so we'll see how they look in their first-round matchup. Yeah, high school kids, you can kind of bounce back easier, right? You don't need the five days rest every single time out, but still, you want to play, you want to stay fresh, you want to make sure that you're in tune as you head towards the playoffs, but Banning, we watched them play a really, really good year of baseball. They won 24 games. That is a lot of baseball games to go out and prove, hey, we're a very good baseball team that's going to beat a lot of players, beat a lot of teams. Banning deserves some respect. But for right now, they're at five, just as we kind of shake things out. El Camino Real, they're at four after getting swept by Chatsworth. And then Birmingham sitting there at three with Cleveland and Chatsworth rounding it out. Absolutely. So it's a West Valley top-heavy top ten to end the season. Does the committee give all four buys to the West Valley League? I wouldn't be surprised just because they – most likely the four best teams in this open division. I really would believe if you gave the four buys to all four of these West Valley League teams, you could stand by that and say, hey, these these are the teams that I believe in. I think they're going to sneak into Banning or Palisades just because, as you mentioned on our last podcast, they don't want to give four buys to one league, right? You want to have some parity. Give it to some of the teams out there in L.A. proper, but as it stands, and we're looking at Cleveland and Chatsworth, I think both those teams are locks to get buys because they split the West Valley League title there. I agree. So Cleveland and Chatsworth, I think, are locks. And it'd be really tough to leave Birmingham out. It'd be really, really hard after sweeping Granada Hills, really turning the heat up on this league. They're the defending city title champions. I think it'd be really tough to drop them out and not give them a buy. I think the team on the hot seat right now is El Camino Real, who I was all over last week. I said they're going to win the city. So. Elko might be that one team out. Are they going to be a five seed? Hey, they've been a five seed before, and they've gone all the way to the semis. So it's really not nothing to worry about either way, but I wouldn't be surprised if all four went to the West Valley League. So, Alex, outside of the top ten, we were pretty certain that there was one team who was clearly going to make the open in 11, which was Kennedy. Right. And then there were three teams for one other spot and we'll break that down in a little bit but Kennedy at 11 we both have them there why do you think they're a shoe in to make the open well because Kennedy beat just about everybody they played I think they won 20 finished the season winning 22 or 23 games we talked about Banning winning 24 and how good that is well Kennedy went out and they won almost as many the tricky thing for Kennedy is their big games their record in big games is not very good they they really struggled against some of the teams that we thought they needed to beat they lost to Birmingham for instance so these are the games that they played when they needed to win. They didn't. They're out of the top ten. But when it comes to open division, you're taking the best teams. We had Kennedy at number one because of how hot they've been. They're one of the best teams here in the city, and they're in open. I agree with you. It's crazy. They lost to Cleveland on a last-second walk-off, walk -off I should bunt. say. Yeah, but, yeah walk-off bunt. You know, if that game goes differently, maybe they're comfortably in. Who, who knows? So that leaves us with three teams for one remaining spot. And the three teams, Carson, San Pedro, two from the Marine League, and then Taft. And we came to the determination that Carson would be the team at number 12 in the open. And we have all the stuff here, head-to-head, -head, uh, just resumes in general. So Carson, 
better wins and not as bad losses. I think that's kind of what it came down to for us. Yeah, we had to put our Joe Lenardi hats on like we did last week. Had to go to the RPI. Look at the quality wins. Look at the quality losses. Carson, they beat Venice three times. Venice was one of the better teams in Western League. They beat Birmingham. That, that's I think, the win that, that propels them. Right. That's the win that's really going to put them over the top. I think as you look at San Pedro and Taft, their quality wins, not quite the statement win that beating Birmingham is. And the key here for Carson, their one bad loss was a loss against Verdugo Hills in the eighth inning. So a really, really tough, grinded-out game. And if, Venice, if we're counting Venice as good wins, Verdugo Hills, I think, is a little better than Venice. Sure, so yeah. It's, uh, that's not even a bad loss, so to speak. You look at uh, Taft, loss to Dorsey. That's, a, in my opinion, that a bad hurts. loss. That they'll, hurts. They'll be a top eight D1 team, I think, but there's a drop-off after those first four or five D1 teams. And then San Pedro, they beat Cleveland, so you think, wow, you know, maybe they and have San something Fernando. here. Yeah, and San Fernando. But they, they've... They, they're under 500. They've yeah. had a, a weird, weird year. So I think their whole body of work puts them outside. But in terms of good wins, they're right up there with Carson. But I think Carson's whole resume is just a little bit better. Taft lost to Palisades twice. Hamilton. Yeah, Taft, Taft I think, has the worst uh, resume out of all of them. But there's a debate for them to make it because the league they play in. Yeah, I mean, they're a West Valley League team. Coach Two's over here at Granada Hills. He said, hey, what if you got the committee to slide Taft into that 12 spot. He's got a point. I watched Taft today against Cleveland. Cleveland ended up winning that game, and not, not decidedly, but they looked like a good team. I think Taft has a ton of good baseball players. I was only able to get to a couple of Taft games. I think they, they lost two and ended up winning one of them, but I was impressed by the amount of athletes and talent that they have. I think they belong in Division One just because this is a shot for them to win a title. But hey, I got a little bit of a conspiracy theory for you all right let's say that Taft moves into the 12 right they're in 12 okay. in open division because I could see in division one Carson getting the one seed and San Pedro on the other end of the bracket getting the two seed setting up a marine league title so at least guaranteeing hopefully that one team from the marine league gets a title and also another one I don't think this one's going to happen I think it's a little less likely eastern or east valley league rather Pauly gets the one seed in Division One, which we think they're going to be an open, but hey, you never know. With, with Verdugo Hills on the other side getting the two seed. So then you've got an East Valley rivalry all the way through. So if they're thinking about these things, you know, may, maybe that's a little bit of intrigue. The way that they're going to set this up, they're going to choose Division Three and Division Two first. Then they will fill in the open division, and then by just kind of process of elimination, they'll fill in D1. So will they be thinking about that for Division One? I? I don't know. I think they're just going to pick the best 12 teams. Yeah, we're doing a ton of projecting here. Remember, we're not on the committee. This is just all stuff that we've come up with. And also remember, it's all going to be official what the committee decides Monday night at around 8 p.m. So all this conjecture, all of us talking, blah, 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 that's it all going to be It will be worthless over. in about 48 hours. Yeah, and then once we get those seeds and, and break them down, you know, then you'll want to, I hope, hear, hear that analysis because then it'll be a little bit more real. But in terms of projections, Joe Lenardi, all that stuff, you know, that's what we're doing here today. And uh, hopefully you've enjoyed this podcast. We put a lot of thought into this, and, and I, I'd be surprised if it looked a little bit different because I, I truly believe the 12 that we've come uh, up with, I, I think that's the, the best 12. I really do. Yeah, no, a lot, of, a lot of reporters see a lot of baseball. I think we've seen a lot of baseball, too. We watched a lot of different teams playing each other, so we kind of got a feel for who's got, who's the hot hand, who can really carry things through th towards the playoffs. I think our open division is pretty well set. I'd put some money on it, but the Division One, I'm really curious to see how that shakes out. And I don't want to take a shot at the city section, but there were a couple of head-scratching seeds in basketball, if you remember. There were. So 
Don't be surprised if it does look a little bit different, but I think that's how it would go if we were on the committee, and I think that's how it should go.